Hey, hey, From Burned Out to Bossed Up is a podcast all about solopreneurs and how to streamline their businesses so they don't end up trading 40-hour work weeks for an 80-hour nightmare. I'm Monica, a business strategist, productivity coach, and a solopreneur dedicated to making business owners work smarter, not harder. In this episode, we are going to talk about getting closer to your goals. We all know about the overall perceptions New Year's resolutions have. Set it and forget it, right? Unfortunately, this often applies to our goals. The problem with this is that it makes it harder to move the needle forward in your business if we're not keeping our goals in the front of our minds. If you've ever wondered why it's so difficult to achieve your goals and if there's a better way to manage them, this is the episode for you. So let's get into it. So when we talk about goals, I think a lot of people tend to separate goal setting as being different from time management. And while they are not the same and they serve two different purposes in your business, it's important for us to realize that goal setting is a form of time management in the sense that it provides you with a direction and a focus for your business. What this means is you can plan your strategies around your goals, you can set aside time specifically to focus on those goals, and you are able to plan out your day better centered around what it is you want to accomplish for those goals during that time frame. On another note, this also helps you to establish deadlines. So most of us, when we think of goals, Generally, we have an idea in our heads as to when we want to have this goal achieved. We might have some milestones that we may want to set along the way to check our progress. And it's important for your goals to be set up in a way that it's helping you to frame a way that you're working so that you are able to track your progress along the way and making sure that you're on target for those deadlines. Goal setting, in my opinion, and really probably most other entrepreneurs. Um, If you know the end goal and you know your focus, it's going to help you to manage distractions and avoid wasting time. And what I mean by that is, let's say, for example, you are running a race. Anyone who's ever run a marathon or if they've run track and field, they all are aware of this is the starting point and this is my end point. So your goal is to finish that course in the shortest amount of time possible because you know that you are trying to get first place. Well, goal setting works exactly the same way when it comes to managing your time. If you know what you're supposed to focus on, if you know the deadlines that essentially you are trying to make, it's going to manage your distractions a lot better because you know how to account for your time and what exactly you need to be focusing on to reach that goal. The reason why I'm bringing up goal setting when it relates to time management and burnout is simply put, burnout makes it easier for you to get distracted and unmotivated. When you're burned out, nine times out of 10, you're thinking of all of the things you have to do and how much time you don't have to achieve them. When in reality, if you were focused and knew exactly what needed to be done and when, it makes it easier to avoid burnout because you're minimizing those distractions. And when you feel more empowered over your schedule and in your business in general, it's easy to stay motivated because you're going to see your progress tracking a lot faster than if you didn't have a strategic plan in place. Now, I bring up goal setting when it comes to time management because setting your goals is just half the battle. Implementing them is an entirely different ballgame. When it comes to setting your goals, 
If you do this incorrectly, failure happens for mainly one of three reasons. And I'm going to briefly recap them here. One, your goals might not be specific or measurable enough in order for you to be able to track your progress. This becomes a problem because if you are not able to track or determine what is successful in terms of numbers, because keep in mind, when you are running a business, it's important for you to maintain the thought that you need to be making decisions based off data and not your emotions. And I know as entrepreneurs, a lot of times it gets really discouraging when things don't turn out the way that we want them to. And we want to pull the plug sometimes on new projects or new initiatives or something even that we've been doing for a while that we're not seeing the results for. But it's important to remember that when you make decisions based on data, you're less likely to make decisions on emotion that may or may not be the best direction for your business. If your goals aren't specific or they're not measurable, it really makes it entirely difficult for you to be able to track that progress. Which leads me to my next point. Sometimes when things are not turning out the way that we want them to in terms of what we're trying to implement in our business, again, really easy to get discouraged, really easy to feel that imposter syndrome like you're not cut out for this or that you may need to pursue a different path. And it's really easy to not be motivated. But when we're setting up our goals, it's important to make sure those goals are motivational for this reason. Because if you're not motivated, you're not going to commit to this long term. The thing about a nine to five is Someone has already laid out the foundation for you. And yes, you can, you know, make moves within your organization and you can, you know, spearhead new initiatives. I'm not saying this isn't possible within a nine to five. But when it comes to being an entrepreneur and a solopreneur, especially when you're starting out, every move that you make and every decision that you make directly impacts your business. So if you find that things are a lot more challenging in the beginning and you are not getting the results that you necessarily want to see, over time, that's not going to motivate you. And if we're planning these goals poorly to begin with for something that we feel like maybe someone else wanted to achieve, like in the coaching space, especially, we consistently hear, I need to make a 10K month, I need to make a 10K month, I need to make a 10K month. But if you don't have any motivation behind making that 10K month, if you start to experience consistent failure after failure after failure, unless you're using that 10K to be motivated towards something else, you're not going to want to keep doing this because you're like, well, what am I even doing this for? And that leads me to my last point, not managing failure properly. A lot of us see failures as a sign of weakness or a sign of our lack of skill set or expertise or knowledge. And if you get nothing else from this podcast, the main takeaway I want you to understand is that there is no such thing as failure only lessons to be learned. Think of the success stories that we hear and think of people that do all these amazing things. There isn't a single person out there, whether they are in a certain industry, whether they are a celebrity or not, whether you know they're a billionaire or not, that has not experienced 
hundreds and thousands and millions of failures before they got to that one success. If you're thinking your failure is a sign of something that you are not cut out for this or you're doing something that you shouldn't be doing or you're not in the position that you need to be in to be making these decisions or whatever imposter syndrome may be telling you at that point, you're missing the point of failure. Failure is a lesson for us to learn from our mistakes, for us to make tweaks, and for us to make changes along the way so that when we finally do get that result, we'll know exactly how to duplicate it next time. So that is definitely important when it comes to goal setting. Making sure you're setting the goals correctly is, again, half the battle. Implementing them correctly is the other 50% that goes into being successful when it comes to your goals. So now, this begs the question of, well, how do I set up my goals correctly in the first place to position me for success? And I'm here to tell you that setting your goals properly makes them easier to achieve. So we could just randomly throw some goal out there and say, you know what? I want to make seven figures this year. (laughs) The problem with that goal that I just stated is that it's not measurable in the sense of, okay, the only thing measurable in the statement I just made was seven figures in a year. It's not telling me exactly what I need to do. It's not telling me what direction I need to be in. It's not telling me really any actions to take along the way. It's just simply giving me a dollar amount and 365 days with no direction whatsoever. So one of the things that you need to understand when making these these goals is that remember when I said they need to be specific or measurable? There's a thing called SMART goals. And goals are quote unquote SMART for a reason. It's actually an acronym. So goals are specific, measurable, achievable, relevant, and time-based. And I'm going to quickly break down each of those things. So specific, exactly what it sounds like. It hones in and focuses on exactly what it is you need to be working on in terms of your goals. It allows you to narrow your focus for a more effective structure surrounding your planning of that goal. The next is measurable. So essentially, this is going to define what metrics, what data, whatever evidence you need to prove that you are making the progress that you need so that you can properly make evaluations as needed. Next is achievable. Think of whatever this goal is. Are you able to reasonably accomplish this goal within the time frame that you have set? I would make the point that in order for this to be achievable, it actually needs to encompass the first two points, which are specific and measurable. So specifically, whatever your narrow focus of this goal is supposed to be, does it allow you to achieve it within the time frame that you listed based on the measurements you have above? Next, we have relevant. So relevancy really just means, is this aligning with our interest, our values, our long-term objectives. This is especially important when we think about our vision and our mission. Because remember, in a previous episode, now make sure to link this in the show notes, I talked about the importance of your vision and your mission 
as being the guideline for a large majority of what you do in your business to make sure you're actually advancing toward the position you want your company to be in. And making sure that your goals are relevant is directly tied to doing just that. Lastly, time-based. I would argue that to be time-based, it needs to allow a realistic picture, whatever your goal is that you have set, to be able to hit the measurable components of whatever you set out to be for this goal in the time that you allotted. So it needs to be realistic. It's okay to be ambitious, but when you're creating this aspect of your goals, make sure that you are not automatically setting yourself up for failure. Make sure you have the tools and the resources to be able to execute this goal properly, effectively, and within the time frame that you've allotted. If you think it's going to take you more time, add the time, but do not feel compelled to do something faster and kind of just halfway give an effort just to give it done. Get it done because quality is more important than quantity and how fast you get through something. Like this isn't a race. I would always suggest in business that if we can to take your time as needed to do the right steps. Now, one of the things about setting your goals properly is also continuing to track your progress. And this is where a lot of entrepreneurs drop the ball. How many times have we made a goal and we only revisit it once or twice throughout the year? And then at the end in December, we're looking at our progress and we're like, well, I didn't do this and I didn't do this. And oh, I completely forgot about that. And oh man, I'm not nearly where I thought I should have been. It's because you're not tracking your progress along the way. One of the reasons why it's suggested to track your progress along the way, especially when it comes to setting goals, is so that you can make adjustments as needed. There may be some areas of your goals that, you know, some things are going well, other things need minor tweaks or major tweaks for you to be able to improve. Tracking your progress allows you to evaluate as you go instead of letting an entire year go by and trying to pinpoint what went wrong after months and months on end of not observing anything related to that goal. So when you're setting these goals up properly, one of the things that I would always suggest is when you're thinking of milestones and checkpoints, build that directly into the goal. You don't necessarily have to spell it out within the goal itself, but you as a business owner should specifically know, okay, if I am setting this annual goal, then I know every quarter I'm going to be looking for this. Every month I'm going to be looking for this. And depending on how ambitious the goal is, you may need to track your progress every week, maybe even every day, depending on just what the goal encompasses. The important part is to recognize that you need to track your progress along the way. And this leads me to my final point in terms of setting your goals properly. You actually need to believe in the process. I know that sounds like a given, but this ties directly back to when I talked about failure before and the sense that many people take failure as a sign of weakness or a sign of incompetence or a sign that they shouldn't be doing what it is that they are setting out to do. And that can't be further from the truth. You need to believe that the process is a part of the outcome and the results that you're ultimately going to achieve. Having a negative mindset is not going to help you achieve any of your goals 
And even if you do, it's going to slow you down in the process. So you need to recognize that goal setting is a process in itself that, yes, you set them up and you implement them, but you also evaluate them along the way. And even if it's a success, even if you do this goal correctly the the first time and you got amazing results, you should always be striving to evaluate and, and your and track your progress along the way because you can make it even better and make tweaks that improve your results each and every time. Just because something was successful doesn't mean it can't be better. So to quick recap, one of the reasons why goal setting is so important when it comes to time management is that it gives you a direct focus and a direction so that you don't get caught up in all of these distractions that lead you on a path faster to burnout. And it's also important to remember that setting goals is half the battle, but implementing them is another. So we can set goals, but if we do them incorrectly, we may be encountering failure more than what was necessary simply because we didn't take the time to set and structure these goals properly in the first place. Which leads me to my last point. Make sure that you are positioning yourself for success and setting your goals properly to put yourself in the position to easily achieve them. It's not to say you won't have to work hard and put in a little elbow grease to achieve your goals, but don't make the process so hard that everything is an obstacle, everything is a struggle, and it makes it nearly impossible for you to be able to improve upon the results that you want to get. Another takeaway you should get from this episode is what you choose to focus on matters more than the quantity of how much you choose to do. I'm going to say that again. What you choose to focus on matters more than the quantity of how much you choose to do. Align your goals with what matters to you most, and I promise you that you will begin to see results much faster and easier than you have previously. As long as you have the right priorities, you really can't go wrong with this strategy. So in the next episode, I will go into a bit more depth on exactly why you should prioritize and how to take this level of thinking in your business and lifestyle moving forward to the next level. I'll see you next time.